It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 233. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, upcoming changes to scripts and elegant homestones, the unending journey, live stream adventures with the community team. Join us for duty commenced on October 29th. Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker special site updated. Letter from the producer, live part, I think is 67... I think, set for November 5th. Uh, Other news we've discovered from the Digital Media Tour. We've got some developer's blog and fan mail. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on? Hey, Ruby. Hi. Hi, Hi. Yelta. Hi, Kariri. Hello, hello. Hope y'all are doing well. I had a great uh, couple of weeks. I've been playing a lot. Uh, I just still got... Uh, hunger for 14 coming into Endwalker. I still follow the how many days left till Endwalker account. I think it was 24 today or 23 maybe. Uh, 23. Yeah. So I mean like we're super close. We are like right there and um, we've got some great live letter information coming up in about a week. And I mean the the deluge is here. We should be thankful unless you play certain jobs and you go to the official forums who tell you that they're crap now and that you shouldn't play them and that they're trash goblin jobs now <laughs> don't go there don't don't go to the official forums um i've been playing a lot like i said i did a lot of leveling i think that's partially so i could get the um the new tomes you know we're doing the itinerant moogle stuff treasure trove so i was trying to get some of those just offhandedly because we got a whole month to do it and i was doing um uh like alliance roulette and uh, leveling roulette and uh, 50 60 dungeon roulette so i was getting some of these dungeons naturally as i was doing those but i took ninja all the way to 62 so i'm into the Stormblood content now um actually i think it might be 63 i typed 62 but i think it might be 63 i think i i gave it a little push last night before i went to bed uh and did the the ninja 63 quest and i really like ninja i think there's something like it's a busy job my left hand is constantly doing something uh and it makes me feel a lot like summoner in that regard like there's always some off global cooldown or a double weave or whatever and so by doing the um the mudras I always feel like there's something um, in my left hand. And I also – now I get to be a little judgmental about other ninjas because I didn't know shit about ninja before. I knew Doton was on the ground, but sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. Like the old flaming arrow, right? You remember old flaming arrow and how many bards (laughs) never used flaming arrow? Or or tanks dragged the mobs out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, now I'm like, okay, I know what you're supposed to do. I know you're supposed to trick. I know you're supposed to use the Doton. There's other AOE magics that I don't see other ninjas do sometimes. And I'm like, okay, let me let me try to perfect this a little bit. I don't know anything about the opener. I just know to, to trick and put a dot on and get into assassinate mode as quick as possible and, and pull that off. So it kind of feels a little bit like um, – not gunbreaker, but machinist in that regard. Like you get a little window, try to put your dots and everything in that little window. I don't even know if I'm playing it right, but it feels good. And I seem to be doing a lot of DPS when I lick my finger and stick it in the air. Seems like everything's right. So I've been pretty happy playing that. Um, but I've gotten a lot of – I'm getting that mixed bag that I haven't been really seeing. Like I don't get any shitty groups, but I get just some weird stuff like – 
I did a Wander's Palace hard mode where the tank never pulled the ads out of the red shit. You know how they have those pillars, the little staffs yep, in the yep, ground? Yeah, yeah. I've I've guided many baby tanks out of that. Some of them also just don't listen. Yeah, and I sometimes I try, sometimes in that one I I actually didn't. Everybody was like burning down the little stakes, but like then we got to the last boss, and he still didn't pull the boss out of the red shit. And we could have been done with that boss in half time, but instead they just left it in the middle on the red. So if you're hearing this for the first time, you never done Wonders Palace hard. Red equals bad. Don't know if you know that, but red equals nope. bad. So you can just well, pull the mob out and don't worry about the little the stabs in the middle or burning down those poles. Just and fuck you, it. And you can see they you look look for mob buffs. Look look for mob yeah. buffs. Half that half that places look for mob buffs. Yeah. Pretty much. It's another like the curse of the Aroma Reborn dungeons. Hey, we want more dungeons with more unique features, but then when you have those in 2.0 and some of 3.0, it's a shit show when <laughs> new tanks do it. So what do we want, folks? Uh, we want four-man mythics, I guess. Um, so uh, that, that's that been part of the experience. But I do get some good groups. I get some people who are brand new and they seem to be doing the stuff swimmingly. Um, I haven't had any, any shit in dungeons where like I'm not doing this or I can't believe you did that. Uh, none of that kind of stuff and – um, I've been getting some, some stuff I haven't played in a while. Like I got, um, what's that one called? I forget. Uh, oh, Abalathia Spine that, or where, something like that. Where the, no, where the Exile, Zan, Zan, Zelfatal? Zelfatal, that's yeah. right. That's right, Zelfatal. And, um, th- so that was fun. The tank was doing really well on that. You know, like you got the balloon part. There's another a little fucky in a way because you got the balloons on the side. It's not so bad, but you still have to like burn those balloons down. And I had one tank that. Got to the balloon, but then he never went back to the other balloon. So, do I do the do I do the mobs or do I run over and do the balloon? I ran over and did the balloon. Let the bard or whoever AOE down the rest of the group. So, those weren't so bad. Had a lot of like labyrinth of the ancient circus tower. I've had I got into a dun sky that when I got into the first group, group A had already quit because it was the airship boss that knocks you off the the ledge i think over half of the group just left they noped out after the first boss or maybe when they saw what it was uh so i jumped in like right at the first boss but it was it was fine after that i guess it was just group a that sucked and we made we made the team um so I'm getting a lot of stuff like that. A lot of the stuff that you go to the, you know, hey, tell us your stories from the duty finder. I'm picking up a little of those by doing more of the dungeons and roulettes on a low level. But again, I'm not seeing the toxicity that people are always warning each other about. I'm sure I'll have my day, especially if I start doing some tanks in dungeons. I'll probably have a uh, experience like that before terribly long. But everything's been good on the ninja front for now. Um, like I said, I was picking up some of the tomes. And I decided that um, – well, I didn't really decide. I had heard about the Blue Mage stuff. You know how you can burn down some fights really easily on Blue Mage. And I would heard about the T2. So if you hadn't heard, you can do Binding Coil, turn 2, the ADS node, and with a group of Blue Mages, really 4, 4 plus, um, you can uh, final sting that last boss down fairly quickly. We were doing under a minute. They were like 50-second runs. We even had people oh, wow. leave because it was too slow, if that tells you anything. Um, I guess because we weren't stacked all blue mages or something. or we There was always like – we kept one healer and like one tank 
um, and the rest were blue mages. But yeah, it's it's stupid fast. You just go in, you pu- you buff a couple times, and you uh, you burn that guy down at the end. You have to do like some level five deaths on the three nodes as you go up. We took the left path, just like the old days. Yelta took yeah, the left yeah. path uh, down, and um, instead of uh, instead of gimmicking the fight by waiting at the line until it goes into enrage, we uh, gimmick the fight by doing final sting on it. Oh, turn two. You'll never be done by Allegan Rot. Not since the old days. <laughs> yeah, I think we I think we did Allegan Rot the first few times and then everybody everybody got the other one. I mean, we would literally get to the last boss and like go get a beer. I mm-hmm. mean You just waited. And people are amazed when they hear stuff like that. When I tell people stuff in dungeons, I'll, I I won't give advice, but I'll say stuff like Oh yeah, we used to have to do it like this. I was in a um what's the one with Demon Wall? It's and another Dapper pay. Keep. And Dapper Keep. Yeah. They remove the wasps. And the wasps and, and all that. And I yeah. used to say like – That's just sad. Yeah, if you got knocked mm-hmm. off, they could, you couldn't come back and stuff like that. They were like, what? What are you talking about? Like I was like, oh, yeah, they used to have this and that. And um, they're like, damn, that's so stupid. Like, yeah, it kind of was. Like we liked the difficulty but then in some ways – I liked it. <laughs> it was – you know, so I can I can see. I can, I can see where people come from. But anyway, uh, I got on that blue train. We burned it down. We did 100 tomes. I did this twice actually. We got the 100 tomes um, in about an hour and then um, I went and bought my jacket. I had to get my cold jacket and it looks good. The best I've seen it is dyed the, the metallic orange. It looks amazing in metallic orange, and I've seen mm-hmm. some good stuff. So I got – I made a little glamour set out of it, and um, and then I did a spell farm. Yelta, you helped. I got J-Kick. Um, we went and did that, and then there was – on the second time we did some tome farms, uh, we, uh, we went and did some more blue mage spell farming, and I ended up getting um, quite a few that I was missing from the um, – the Stormblood content, stuff like Tsukuyomi um, and some dungeons and things. Phantom Train we ran. So uh, I filled up most of the the essential. I still need to get like Flying Frenzy. Um, that's Suzaku. There's a few others that I really need. But it's really that that page six and seven of the Blue Mage book that I'm, that I'm focused on now. And yeah, a lot of fun on Blue. It's kind of sad that you have to wait till like that 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, <laughs> whatever we're in the end – the end times before a new expansion, before blue really shines. So I hope they do some more with that um, or, or at least raise the level cap on blue pretty quick as we get into uh, Endwalker because I'd, like I'd like to burn some old shit on blue. I just – I really like blue. I think it's fun. Um, I got my Biako dog um, because I had never gotten that, so I bought that. And um, like I said, I did some glamour stuff. I actually – I like I rearranged all my glamour sets. Um I wanted like the top row, the one through eight, to be like tank healer, three different types of melee. Uh, there's a couple others that I put up there, and and I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to get prepped. I'm just trying to get ready, and I really wanted some separate ninja glamour. I was tired of dressing like a ninja. I wanted to dress like a rogue. So oh, gotcha. I bought. Uh, oh. I got. I had a bunch of buccaneers gear, but I got like the arachne um, head scarf, and now I kind of look like. Like Jack from the uh, from the Rogue storyline, uh, so I like it. And I I think oh, and my retainer didn't bring this to me. Retainer brought like a a horde something, but I went and I bought the horde daggers because they were so stupid cheap. It was like 4K or something on the auction house, 
Um, and uh, it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty pimp, and you're, you're in the bright green. I'm in the bright green, and I've got the uh, this kind of glowing purple daggers or whatever. It, look, it looks pretty sweet. So I'm pretty happy with Ninja. I'll probably take it all the way up. Um, it's fun to do. So I'm enjoying my time in Aorzeon. There's there's still plenty to do, and I'm running out of time before before Endwalker and all the cool stuff that's coming there. So yell to tell us what you did this past week. Honestly, I mostly played other games, but um, I did log in uh, one day to update the free company message, but uh, one of our lovely officers already took care of it, so thank you. And I hate, I hate getting a private message halfway through the week going, Yelta, it's still an old message, like it's the end of the world, but <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but that was good. And then I, I don't remember if I even did anything uh, that day. I did. I did do some PvP for. I, I'm up to three whole tombstones of the irregular tombstones. I decided I didn't feel like doing that and logged off. I should go run the dragon uh, dragon quest. I should go run that on one of my alts. I think I don't have it on one of my alts that I actually sometimes play because that's still going on. Did you do yours, Kariri? I actually went and checked, and I had already done it in like 2014 or whatever. Oh, nice. So um, yeah. yeah, I didn't have to go do it. Yeah, this is like the third time it came back now. So yep, yeah, and then um, and then I when you guys were done with your blue spell farm, I think I came in and helped with J kick, like you said. Didn't remember the fight at all. Got on blue mage, and then I was like, I don't even remember what any of these buttons do. So yeah, no, I might have to get in and just grind some tombstones and get that hundred anyway, just so I can be done with it. But. I kind of like to use that as more slow burn. I don't like to get a hundred in an hour. I'd rather log in a few days and, you know, I did. I think I did a couple mentor roulettes and stuff because it's. I like kind of just getting thrown into random shit, but you don't know if you're going to get any uh, mogtums for that. But no, I I played other games. I've been I've been playing House Flipper and Dead by Daylight and Phasmophobia and I don't even remember a little bit of New World, so. That's all I've been up to. How about you, Kariri? Um, I've still been working main storyline. I, I finished uh, 5.1 and I'm now at the end of 5.2. Um, I just tonight unlocked the dungeon there, so I will want to run that soon. Oh, that's um, right. I got, to do, I got to do the last dungeon in Hades with you the other night. Yes. <laughs> that was yeah, so fun. That was, that that was, was so pretty fun. great. Getting I pretty to much enjoyed that. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, what else? Yeah, I've just been doing anywhere I see. I went and unlocked flying in all the level 80 areas or all of the, um, whatchamacallit, Shadowbringers. Um, yeah, all the level 80 areas. And that was nice. Cleared all the maps, went around and got all the blue, you know, plus side quests and things unlocked um so i still have a huge number of um i I unlocked all of the content but didn't run any of the content so i think we're just going to put a group together one of these days and just go boom 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 straight down the list that'll be a really good time um i spent a whole ton of time in the gold saucer 
still playing with my chocobo. I did breed my chocobo. I'm working on my third one now already. And yeah, so the breeding there's going well and I'm having fun. I want to get I want to get all the way up to a level 10 one, get a really good racing chocobo. So that's my Is there goal there. an achievement for that or something? I never even have looked. I I, I don't even know. Oh, I just okay. want it. I just want it. I just want to have a really good fully bred racing chocobo i i just enjoy i enjoy the process of the racing and the different colors and getting different abilities on them and you know picking which ones are going to get increased and it's just it's just a lot of fun to me are you making um, mgp if, doing that now is it profitable? yes i am yep yes i am making money on it nice yeah it's been pretty good um but i'm also gifted at the daily cact pot i <laughs> i win Probably every other day I win the 10,000. I'm not even exaggerating. Every other day, 10,000, pretty much all the time. It's pretty crazy. Um, so I make sure I do that every day. And then I did actually go, what What are they called? Your, um, uh, not your adventures, your squadron. Been doing my squadron, getting them going. I just, um, I still haven't run a dungeon with them, and I still want to do that um, at some point here and level up some of my lower-level characters. But I, I, I want to get through main story before I do anything else because I want to be 100% caught up with that before the new game comes out or the new you know expansion comes out. So I also went glamour crazy, though. I went and cleaned out all of my glamour gear that was still on my... Um, retainers. I had six retainers and two of them were completely filled with gear. Moved all of that to the armoire or the, or the glamour, you know, dresser thing. So I can actually probably get rid of at least two retainers now because <laughs> they didn't have the glamour thing when I quit playing. And yeah, I went through and I redid so many glamour setups. I did Halloween ones and Christmas ones and wedding ones. And I did you know, I always am the pink paladin, so I had to do that one first, of course. But I did a summer swimsuit one, and I did I did all sorts of glamours. I did lots of um, uh, the different sets you get from doing the main storyline quest um, as one of the, uh, what do you call them? Um, scions. Yeah. And there's like two or three different sets of that gear that I put together, too, which was pretty pretty fun and yeah so i just went pretty glamour crazy on things um and that was a really good time and yeah so main storyline quest though i'm still having a blast i'm still learning a ton um the story is still great and yeah right now i just i just got done cleaning barnacles off of um, bismarck and that was hilarious <laughs> so Elfino <good. laughs> and and um Oriange still can't swim and Oriange <laughs> was trying to walk on water and it was amazing and I'm having too much fun with that. I love the little puzzly aspects of when you go uh, into the oh where are they with the bunny girls? Ronka and Empire stuff basically. Oh, yeah. So you get the Ronka, you know, and you have to you know, okay, which one of these am I talking about? Is it the serpent or the opo opo or the, you know, um, wolf? And, you know, you have to just sort of figure it out. It's not difficult, but it's cute. 
and then you've got a little memory game and you've got you've got all of these different things that you do and and they really do break up the monotony in a lot of different ways now you know they have a zoom in on this guy and you know put a tranquilizer dart in his neck or zoom in on this guy and you know tell him when it's ready and he should go ahead while their back is turned and you know they have you keep doing all of these more active things in the quests which they're just silly, silly, tiny little mini games. But, but, but it's better than I interacting really mean, with the uh, white dot every time. Exactly. Yeah. I'm really, really enjoying it. So, yep, that's been that's been really fun. And yep, I can't wait to get to the to get totally caught up with the main storyline quest. That's pretty much my goal. Um, I got a hubby out of town all weekend this weekend, so I'm probably just going to game pretty heavy all weekend. So, dang it, you yep. said that, and I have a hubby in town all week. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh well, that doesn't work. That's all right. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been up to and what I want to get up to. All right, listeners can shoot the shit with us on the website www.gtffxiv.com. Let us know what you've been up to. You know. Oh oh oh! I almost forgot oh, something. Oh, oh. I wanted yeah, to yeah, mention yeah. something. I know I talked a lot about the ninja stuff that I was doing, but I was doing I was doing ninja, and of course I was in the sixties. And I was in Alamigo, right? So I had been doing it. It was really late, and I started kind of dozing off or whatever. Those zones are kind of boring. And I, this is the best I could describe this. It was like a dream. I can't really explain it. I started walking west, and I started looking around, and suddenly I was surrounded by the Twelves Wood or what I thought was the Twelves Wood. Stick with me. It's, it's weird, but stick with me. <laughs> okay. So then I look around. I'm butt naked. I'm completely naked, right? I can't tell I can't tell what's going on. I look down thinking, hey, here I am in the Twelves Wood. And I wasn't in the Twelves Wood. Ladies, it was my bush. It was me. I was the Twelves Wood. <laughs> I had been so um. overgrown that it was time for a shave. It was time to trim this Twelves Wood down. It was time to declare an autumn war on my bush. And so I have to say that support for Gather Together is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Yes, in my dream, Nofika came down from the clouds and handed me the 4.0. Manscaped has just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer that's for you, listener, a 20% off and free worldwide shipping code THALSBALLS at manscaped.com. And the 4.0 just took care of my boys. Everything was so wonderful. It was like magic, and you can have that magic too. In fact, the light shone from the device because it has a 4,000K LED spotlight on so you can get the best shave possible. And thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, I now feel confident to do my own gardening at my private house, if you know what I'm saying. Get out of the Twelves Wood. Be the Reaper. Get Manscaped. 20% off and free shipping with the code THALSBALLS. You heard me, THALSBALLS at manscaped.com. Use the code THALSBALLS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. 
And my question to you ladies is, do you think in this new 24-man raid we're going to get a Thal's Balls attack? Because wouldn't that be <laughs> badass? I mean, we're, we're going to see the 12, right, when we get to the new 24-man raid in Endwalker. And can you imagine if Nanthal is there and he hits you with his damn balls? <laughs> Come on. Epic. Thal's Balls. Just epic. Epic battle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> could have uh, false balls versus Novika's bosom. She could just, you know, heave her bosom and take out them out and he can I, shake his balls. And... It might – I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got some wacky images in my mind of large oh, objects is. coming at you from two different directions. I just what, – what would the spell names be? I, you know, like the attack names would – I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Guys, add us with some spell names for this epic level battle. <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, and what and what would the what would the uh, uh, attack animations look like? What would the AOE marker be? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. All right then. The first round is news. Uh, we have upcoming changes to script and elegant tombstones, guys and gals. This is same old, same old. We're going to get a new tombstone. We're going to get new scripts. It's a new expansion. Old ones will be going away. New ones will be coming in. But specifically, they're going to add two new types of tombstones, and they can be only obtained after reaching level 90 with at least one class or job. Uh, let's see. The existing ones, Allegory, Revelation, Phasmagoria, and po- oh, Poetics will stay. The other three are gone. Poetics will stay forever. That's your that's your baby's first tombstone. So, those are never going anywhere. Uh, you should you should uh, get rid of the rest of these uh, if now or some of them. Let's see, allegory. Yeah, you can get you can trade them in for the other ones. You can trade in. Let's see, allegory and revelation. You will be able to trade in for poetics, and then phasmagoria can be exchanged. Only until six yeah, points. So you should those spend now. those. Spend your Phasmagoria, your Allegory and Revelation, you can uh, trade in for Poetics. So let's see. That's pretty much what I just said. And then scrolling down, they're kind of doing the same thing with gra- Crafters and Gatherer scripts. Like we used to have Blue Script, they're gone. Uh, we're going to keep White Script. We're going to get rid of Yellow and Red. And you're going to be able to exchange Red. For yellow until 6.0, you're going to be able to, uh, yellow script items are going to be exchanged with white with some exceptions. So, uh, but those will be able to be exchanged for white. Yellow, you can turn into white. Red are going away completely. If you're really worried about your script, you should go read this more closely than I am. But, uh. You're not going to be able to uh, get via exchange anymore some crafted items. Uh, goblin cup and goblin dice. They're going to get rid of those of that from Grimax in Idleshire. And you're not going to be able to get blue crafter script token. And then red crafters and gather script. They're just getting rid of those, it looks like. Yeah, blue right. scripts had some... Some fucky shit, yeah. you know, like you had to buy certain to- tokens to get certain things. And that's always confusing to me when I, when I go into those menus in Idleshire. So it would be nice mm-hmm. if they can clean up some of that stuff. I can see why with the Goblin Dice and Goblin Cup. Um, I, I was noticing as I was leveling these new jobs, I had some 
Ironworks gear. Well, good luck finding Ironworks gear. You can find augmented Ironworks gear. Only, yeah, you can only get augmented. So, now, yeah. so that's basically the route that's going. They're just going for the augmented stuff, which reminds me, you know, some buzz has been going around talking about AF Diable armor in 6.0, and you know, I read the, a thread recently that's like, please don't make it terrible again, like you did. Don't blo- don't lock it behind some you know a relic grind to get your uh, Diable AF. And on the Mania Tour, and I saw uh, our friend Chili had a screenshot of this, they had the little lock over the die for the Media Tour AF, and they were in the, the regular AF for the for the new AF. Okay. But there was, so it's very possible that we could be getting dieable AF right out of the gate. Hopefully they don't at least lock it behind something stupid. But for now, we're looking at, uh, we're looking at something uh, outside the – uh, maybe right from the gate. They had the lock on it because they're thinking that dying wasn't unlocked on those media tour characters, right? Like they oh, didn't have the ability yeah. to die on those characters. That makes sense. It would be interesting, and I'd be okay with it. Let people have their their diable gear, and then if they want, you know, if you want anything more than that, you're probably doing it for, you know, the actual point. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because yeah. AF gear – and uh, relic stuff is usually kind of dead on arrival pretty much anyway. Blue red mages. What in the world? Blue red mages. What? <laughs> all right. So all these uh, gatherer and crafter and tombstones, they, they all be a change in because 6.0 is coming. I, I don't know. Some, some people like try to make sure they have max of everything that's tradable before the new patch or whatever. I don't. I guess I don't really do that usually. I suppose if you want to like quickly and easily buy poetic gear for maybe the new jobs or something. I suppose, but I'm drowning in poetics. I mean, even when we were doing <laughs> that Blue Mage farm, we were getting 10 poetics per kill on that thing. You know, we run that 30 some odd times or whatever. I was already, I was already full on poetics. So, you know, it's like, well, what the hell am I going to buy with this? Yeah, I've been full on poetic, poetics forever. And uh, I keep, I keep forgetting that I, I do have. A realm reborn relic stuff that could be That's buying true. poetic shit for, hmm. or I or I do the thing. Is it poetics you do it with, where you can buy the one item and then buy the other thing that gets you the the soil that sells pretty good mm. for gardening. I can't remember. There's something you can buy with poetics and actually make money. All right, the unending journey live stream adventures with the community team. This is going to be on Thursday, October 28th. They're going to do a recap of all the information for Endwalker. Uh, This is the EU community team. And they're going to make sure everyone's caught up. They're going to be streaming in French on Thursday and German on Friday. So if if you... That was last Thursday and Friday. uh, Yes. But you... I think they... I think they usually... They're probably going to have the recordings up. So you probably can go find them. I don't know if they're up now, but... I wouldn't be surprised if they were up before Thursday. Mm-hmm. All right. And they are going to do Diamond Weapon again. Oh, the only Paladins. That's some, some like some shit Nofika's bosom used to pull. Mm-hmm. We're like, let's go do Crystal Tower with only, it wasn't even Scholars and Summoners. It was Arcanists. Yeah. We did all as Arcanists. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, and there's going to be prizes this time. Dude, we're these are so figurines. cute. They're oh. adorable. Alpha Note Alice. Those are so cute. Kaito figures. Fat Cat Lamp. Kariri has not... Have you done ocean fishing yet? 
No. That's what this little shark, and I can't remember the name of the fish, is about. There's the derpiest little shark I've ever seen. Oh, he's got it's feet. Adorable. He's a minion. Oh, he's got uh-huh. feet. He's, he's adorable. Oh, my God. I still, we should set up an ocean fishing night because oh, uh, I still fun. need stuff from there. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fun and kind of casual. It's like doing a map party, right? It's just like you can kind of derp around but still get some benefit. And, of course, Namazu, is he a lamp? He has Does a he vibrate? USB. What does it do? Oh, my God. He plugs in. So I just he he's got a USB, so he does something. I'm just wondering if he's lit up. That bell looks somehow around his neck. That looks like it's something. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. It looks like it might be a separate piece. Yeah. I don't know. I wear that Namazu necklace all the time with a little bell. It's great. Actually, it's a, it's part of my uh, gear set. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. These two little dudes are so cute. The Alizé and the Alphano. Like, look at the little carbuncle. Oh, my God. Right? I need those. Their little, their little hair and their little eye sticking out from their little hair. It's just the cutest thing. Their little tiny mouths and their little... Don't die in Walker. <laughs> well, and the detail's pretty good, too. Like, his little book is so cute. Mm-hmm. And her her little rapier and... I can't remember what that red mage thing is called. Is is cute. They're nice looking. The fat cat lamp is interesting, but it also kind of is disturbing me a little bit. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. It's, it's a little disturbing. I, I don't think I'd want that in my house. But I don't want to wake up to that. I'm just saying. I don't want to look. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. And, okay, so the English Community Team stream is Thursday, October 28th at 10 a.m. PDT. They're going to be on the Twintania server on the Light Data Center. So you can watch it on Twitch. And some of these other ones are over, as you guys said. And... uh you probably can catch up. They're probably a post of the videos. I can't promise that, but they're usually pretty fast on that. Yeah, and don't forget that the North American community team is also going to be doing their live stream the following day on Friday, October 29th. Uh, they're going to be doing the Dragon Quest collaboration, and they've got some fun prizes too. The um, the Otter Otter Lamp and uh, Morble Seedling Plushies, so they're giving those out. That's... Uh, that's on Friday, so check that one out as well. All right, they also updated the Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker special site, so it'll load really slow for me, and we'll look for the green dots. I think it's the media page and uh, some of the, the they. Some people are calling them spoilers. I don't, I I, I don't know how. PR material can be spoilers well, for the most the part. Are. They're saying because they mentioned the Maga sisters. Now they've mentioned them since the beginning. That's yeah. like it's like the Yeah, this isn't news. It's like the promo stuff for Shadowbringers told us that, you know, Zodiac and Heidelin were the first primals. Right? Remember all of us it got blown away, but I, it wasn't really a spoiler. It was like kind of made me wonder what could be even more exciting than that information, you know? What is new? The trials are listed. Anima. Anima encased in an otherworldly carapace and bound with thick chain. Oh, that's terrifying. This abomination is agony made flesh. Within its hollow eyes burns a baleful light as its jagged maw hangs wide, belching forth searing flame. That's some Halloween shit for you. <laughs> And then the Magus sisters, which we're pretty excited about, and they've actually kind of made a major part of. They, 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 that was one of the first things I knew about for Endwalker. <laughs> All right, what else did they update on here? 
I don't know. Oh, the small-scale PvP just says, The perfect introduction to PvP. This brand-new content brings the opportunity for casual players to participate in heart-pounding battles without role restrictions. Per plentiful new rewards, jump right in and join the fray. Ooh, without role restrictions. I wonder if they mean, like, swapping like we already do, or if there's something Can, can you play something it. you don't have leveled? Hmm. I, I don't know. Because already you don't have what I would consider role restrictions, right? You you hop in and you can change your job or role, and the parties aren't based on job or role. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But it's small scale. So yeah. small didn't in small scale you needed a tank and a – I can't right, remember. Right, right. So that's what I'm saying. Like maybe the oh, goal gotcha. – maybe the goal isn't necessarily burn down the other player. Maybe burning down the other player prevents them from doing their goal faster than you, but – I'll I'll talk about this forever. I always do is the old Star Wars hut ball where the whole object was not to kill the other players. The object was to get your ball across to the other side. So, you know, hey, binding, freezing, grappling, whatever it would take to keep people from getting across. If it killing them is part of it, if it's throwing them in lava or a spike pit or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe there's stuff like that. Maybe it doesn't matter because – you know, a white mage fluid oaring you into a pit is as bad as good as somebody home ganging you or grappling you and keeping <laughs> you from doing your objective. Whatever. But just give me more. I want to see it. Well, and there's a green dot next to Pandemonium. The only thing I can think of is I just finished Final Fantasy II not that long ago, and Pandemonium is a dungeon in there. I think it's this yeah. description about... Um, Far beneath the ground upon which the mortals tread, seeped in darkness, deepest starlight and night, ancient powers lie dormant, too hungry, too brutal, too monstrous. What cannot be controlled must be contained here in Pandemonium. Dare you make the descent. So I'm getting the yeah, – there's three Pandemoniums as far as I can remember in Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy II is a Pandemonium. Final Fantasy VIII has a Pandemonium. Final Fantasy IX has a Pandemonium. And a pandemonium that goes deep below is Final Fantasy II's, which is hell. A pandemonium is basically hell. So maybe it's something to that. Maybe it's brand new. Uh, You know, I'd I'd love to see a hellscape. (laughs) I think that would be amazing. Well, and we're pretty much done with Asians, but it's definitely Asian related based on the image. So the picture, yeah. 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 So I I wonder if it has going to. Yeah, it's a lot of brain, isn't it? Um, I wonder if it has to do with, you know, we still don't know what caused the first sound, right? We have theories. Will it be something involved in this? I could see them making that, you know, a new high-end raid spin-off thingy. I don't know. It's very interesting. We do have some pictures of the new, do the new dungeons have a green dot by them? I don't know. There's something on fire and there's something not on fire. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else? Oh, down, the, the way at the bottom they said the media had a the media tag had something. So, no yeah, video. Uh, where did see I see it. it? I just clicked on artwork and I thought I saw a green dot come up, but it it flashed so fast. Oh yeah, there, there's pictures of all the jobs. The AF. Oh, okay, gear. okay. Mm-hmm. And the sister says a green dot. Yep. There's some nice pictures in here. It's it's. I've already made new backgrounds for my computer. I've already, oh no, really? Yeah, and Walker backgrounds. Yeah. Oh, these are the pictures that I've been watching people do YouTube videos and and other things about the different AF sets. That's what these. That's what these pictures. Okay. Came yeah. From. Okay. Yeah, I've definitely seen that Pally one. There. Oh yeah. Dark Knight. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
I don't know. I, I still think these AF sets look pretty good. I don't know if all of them look that good. There's a couple, like that Black Mage is like, I don't know. There's some details that are different, but it's still, I don't know. Most of them are, well, but that's kind of the thing with the AF. They kind of have to stick to the uh, original theme, right? Or they're else they're not classic AF. True. Yeah. All right. And then news I'm sure we're all super excited for is the letter from the producer live something. It's, I think it's 67. Set for November 5th. So that's coming up fast. Uh, it's going to be talking about crafters and gatherers, system-related updates, the new PvP, and other updates coming in Endwalker. That's uh, November 5th at 7 p.m. PDT. And you can watch it on YouTube, Nico Nico, and Twitch. And it's uh, Endwalker stuff and miscellaneous updates. And they're going to have live interpretation from Japanese to English. So we will understand what's going on. I'm I'm excited. (laughs) My son actually... My my youngest son actually texted me. He's like, so what is this I hear about having some sort of harvest moon in Final Fantasy XIV? I might even have to play to check that out. Uh-oh. So I'm like, so I'm like, to, I'm like, okay, A, I have two accounts, but I guess it's technically illegal for you to play one. I said, but B, there's an extremely generous free trial if you want to just try it. So he he was Googling the trial. So I don't know. I don't know if he, he would like this kind of game, but if he does, he could certainly come play with us. Well, I know my son has jumped back in. He he has <laughs> he started playing when he was like eight and you know, of course lasted about, you know, two hours over a week. But yeah, now he's he's doing the free trial himself right now. He got one he got a what, gladiator up to eighteen or seventeen and then he switched over to rogue and he's got that up a couple levels and he's all excited too now so that's awesome yeah it'd be it'd be great to have your son show up too so what do we, i mean do we know specifically what we're getting i mean we're going to talk about the island stuff right that's what the no, expectation well, I don't, is well i think some people are expecting that i'm not sure because that's not 6.1 Right. Or 6.0. That's that's like 6.1. Now, maybe they will, because that's something I really want to hear about. But I think they were, talked about they were going to go over, uh, like, the crafting and the gathering crafting. changes are pretty big, at, maybe. And I don't know if they were going to talk more about um, removing all of the high-quality items mm. and how that was going to... I don't remember. There was some stuff they said they were going to talk about in the next live letter that i didn't see listed there that falls under the umbrella of endwalker stuff yeah i do hope they really show us something interesting for pvp you know me pvp is never gonna be my main game but i wouldn't you know i wouldn't mind there to be a you know they even use the word casual if there's something i can hop in and maybe have some fun and get some rewards i if they could give me something enjoyable that i won't get yelled at for messing up their ranking yeah, I mean, I hope it's a nice foundation for them to do something else. You know, like they can make a ranked mode, a serious mode, if they get the bugs worked out of whatever this new mode is. But I am, I'm dying to be able to queue up for a fast PvP mode between, you know, when I'm bored, I've just done a dungeon, I want to do something quick, or I just want to get on and do something brain dead, but I want something, you know, I want to kill somebody, I want some action, but brain dead action. Um, PvP is such a nice place to go to. The problem is queue times 
and uh, unenjoyable content. And um, if they make this enjoyable and the queue times can pop fast, especially this whole no role thing, I am really interested in hearing what they mean by the role doesn't doesn't matter. I mean like maybe they're just saying you can be anything you want to be, but I, 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 I there's got to be more to it than that. There's got to be a meaning to you can just be anything. And I'm hoping that meaning is it doesn't matter because the objective is going to be something different. Um, I'm sure Frosty will have a lot to say about the PvP whenever because he's a he does all the PvP stuff. So I'm hoping to hear his take uh, after the live letter. I wish I had noted it, but I thought, and maybe it was a fever dream, but I thought I had read some part of some interview somewhere. I talked about they didn't realize we kind of wanted like. You know, indirect PvP. You know, not necessarily just murdering each other, but like a contest versus each other with like, you know, like the like shattered and stuff. Yeah, I think shatter proves that shatter is such a fun mode. I mean, like, give me an objective, but let me kill other people on the way to completing that objective. You know, and that one changed sides so fast. Like, it's 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 fun to have two teams duke it out for the third team to pull ahead in the end, and shit happens like that. Um, in those, I I can't get into Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I cannot do it. I just don't care for it whatsoever. Trains and gobbies oh. and robots and all that. I just I just go, keep I that just, shit. I just go down and keep farming the little things that pop up. I don't. Remember I don't even know what to do. Anymore. It's so confusing. Yeah. We've done it together, and I still don't yeah. get. I don't even want to get in one of those mechs. Because I know I'll no. fuck it up. So I'm And like, then you get no. yelled at. That's the problem with me. Is is you that that's the problem with me for any content that I don't is that's not completely obvious what to do. Right. There's is, the pros that ha- wanna drop. Yeah. yeah that like, like well the first time I did four man PvP, I got yelled at because I had no business being there. And I felt bad because I didn't know that. And then you know, you go in and get yelled at for, oh, this thing is shining and says I can do it. So I click on it and get yelled at for why aren't you and not knowing what to do with the fucking robot. You know, it's I if you're going to I don't know if you're going to give me a PVP mode or even a dungeon, I guess I don't know why a dungeon feels different. I can fuck up in a dungeon and I still feel bad. Well, but... you know your role in a dungeon, right? Like yeah. if you if you go into a mode like this and there's X number of robots, but you don't know that there's a limited number of robots. You don't know whatever things in there. Read a guide. Oh, fuck you. I just PVP. Read a fucking guide. Eat my shorts. Like that's so stupid. <laughs> like no, you, you, I, I get mad should... people telling people to read guides for dungeons, and I'm like a normal dungeon. No. If you're gonna have a robot no. mode, give everybody a fucking robot. Let every put everybody in a robot. So there's no confusion about which robot to get into or whatever else. Okay, it's shit like that. Yep, yep. So I'm hoping that it, it, it really sounds the way they described it. It really sounds this is going to be some sort of gentle to get into easy noob sauce casual PvP mode, and I'm I'm all about it because I still need wolf marks for stuff. Really is why. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I well, and I don't like like Kiri and I played WoW. I hate open world PvP. I play New World, but you just basically don't have to PvP unless you turn your flag on or go do PvP events. But uh, you know, one, one technically like Dead by Daylight's technically PvP, but for some reason you know what your job is. You can make mistakes, but you know what you're supposed to do. I don't know. Well, and I love and the frankly, shit out of that game. Like even in DVD. 
or even for instance a dungeon you can go practice with friends you can go do something that doesn't really matter or affect everything on a bigger scale in pvp and final fantasy 14 you can't just go into a you know practice round or something you're going to be live out there trying to i have no idea what you're talking about but playing with mechs and trying to figure out objectives and stuff on the fly as opposed to being able to you know learn or practice somewhere or see how it works in some other setting so yeah it's 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 probably a total different expectations thing that burns us every time. Yeah. You get random people shoved together that have different expectations, and it's pretty much always a bad time. There you go. And that's why they yeah. got to – some people would call it the dumbing down. But in this regard, I don't think it's a dumbing down. I think it's it's leveling the playing field for everybody to have an enjoyable experience. It should be your abilities, the way you do your rotation and understanding the, the concept of the map and having practice – that builds that skill ceiling, if you will, the, the the challenge there, not feeling confused or hurt or am I in the wrong mode? Am I in the right spot? And frankly, if somebody's going to bitch about getting into a ranked content, why aren't you in a pre-made? Why isn't that group in a pre-made yeah. group? If you're, if I get on Overwatch or Rainbow Six or anything that has some kind of ranked achievement and I've met the qualifiers to get into that ranked thing, I'm eligible to be there whether I team kill, I throw grenades on myself, I you know reinforce the wrong walls, etc., etc., etc. All the things that people are bitching at the other players about in those matches, um, as long as I qualified to be there, I can get there. And if you, Yelta, had qualified to get into it because anybody can get into it, you have every right to be there. Yep, yep. I, I don't. I don't know why I'm so butthurt about that, but I am. Well, it was like <laughs> eight years ago. I hate, but yeah, I know. But I, I, I hate ruining other people's experience, and I don't know. Well, that's the other part of that, though. Is again expectations. If how the hell are you supposed to learn how to do these things if people are going to yell at you for learning how to do them? You know. Yep. So That's I'm hoping this really kind of fills in that little void. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of my whining about PvP. Let us move on to other news from the media tour. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV is the most profitable Final Fantasy for all time. Everybody just sit and think what that means. Final Fantasy XIV is the most profitable Final Fantasy of all time. This is Final Fantasy is an amazing, amazing, you know property and that that this game that was such hot garbage on original rollout and it's an mmo which is kind of not so hot right now you know at this i i don't know i think that's an amazing thing uh i and i don't know if it's in here later but it sounds like they're actually reinvesting some of that profit back into the game so i'm i'm that's what kind of was scaring me was they're going to use Final Fantasy XIV just to prop up everything. But no, they seem to realize you have to put money in to get money out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of hits me on two levels. One, that it's the 14th game and that it's more profitable than the other 13. And let's be honest, it's, we had 13-2 and 13-3 and 7-2 and 7-3 and 7-4 and 7-5 and 7-6 and all these other offshoots and all this other stuff. But the most profitable Final Fantasy at all time. And we knew Final Fantasy XI was a cash cow in its heyday and it's still mm-hmm. probably And it's still going. Yeah. And it's Christ. still going. Yeah. 
But um, to the fact that 14 is the most profitable in regards to all the other. The other is you are all here for 1.0. The fact that Final Fantasy 14 is the most probable Final Fantasy of all time when it was the thing that almost ruined the Final Fantasy franchise is an amazing turnaround. Um, so I'm not going to beat that dead horse. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, well-known, the only MMO that basically pulled its ass out of the fire. Yeah. But they gave them the resources to do it, which is what I really think is what happened. They didn't just say, oh, let's shut down the servers and make Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I've said this before that Yoshida is a savior or a hero or what have you, and a lot of people say it, and I've gotten some pushback on that. But imagine what Final Fantasy would be like if 14 had failed outright, completely and utterly failed. What would 15 have been like? Even probably worse than it was. Um <laughs> 16 would not exist. There'd be no Yoshida. There would be nothing that would be giving us the hype level that we all feel for 16, knowing who's at the helm. And there's, I'm sure there's other dark paths it would have went. So, nah, Yoshida should get some credit. Let's give Yoshida the credit that he's due. And he's still very open-minded. We're going to read some more stuff from the interviews. But, like, he listens to our feedback. They seriously mm-hmm. listen to our feedback, and they're attempting to do the things, even stuff that we have asked forever. They're they're well, still and they, working and they on. Re- well, and they reject the stuff that is not part of their vision for the game. True. Even if I disagree with it, I actually like that they have decided what they want the game to be. Sometimes, even though what I would have chosen isn't chosen, that's okay. Right, you know, they they don't just make changes to make try to make everyone happy. I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. Are <laughs> they changing any of the paintings in the game to be, you know, more friendly? Removing all the women out of the paintings and turning them into fruit. That's what I've heard. Wow, is doing now what? to what? to appease. Oh, because they're sexual. Because they're sexual. Turning the pictures oh, into pictures God. of fruit. Some women are sexual. It's okay, y'all. Hubba hubba. Oh my God! They better never nerf Nofika's boobs. Oh, I'm oh just my gonna Lord. say it. They're so great. I can't wait for the attack. Just, what will that boob? I like both his boobs, and I'm completely straight. <sighs> so, <laughs> I'm saying, no, because bosom versus false balls. Let's do it. As much as I, I, I do give Yoshida credit, somebody decided who actually makes money decisions to be like, let's, 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 we're doubling down on this. A lot of people must get some praise, I guess. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to something I know all of us are interested in. Island Sanctuary. It's something like private housing. The concept is your own island with a blank canvas. What type of building or materials do I want here? Maybe I want to let my minions run free on the island. Current content has a focus on the house, garden, and furniture, but Island Sanctuary is a rank higher because there's a bit more broad things in the mix. And that's from Final Fantasy XIV interviewing... No, uh, Yoshi P and oh, Ioni and Shampai. Uh, I'm super interested in what this means. <laughs> we still don't know what it is, but uh, who who told who told them six years ago they should just give give everyone an island? Mm. Her name was Yalta. Mm-hmm. I remember. That. <laughs> I remember. I said this so many years ago. I'm like, just give everyone. They steal an all of our ideas. They've been listening. They've Yoshida has stolen all of our ideas and implemented them. So if anybody deserves credit for the fix in this game, it's it's us. It's gathered together. So y'all are welcome. Uh, it, it sounds amazing. I think the I think what everybody's trying to do is take a step back, breathe, 
This may not be exactly what we're hoping for, but let's breathe because if this is what everybody really is hyping up for it to be, I mean the the sentiment is, why haven't you told us? It would be the biggest surprise of all time, but Yoshida's done it before. So, I mean 2.0 was a damn surprise. <laughs> So it's like mm-hmm. we uh, maybe maybe this is the holy grail. I mean, and and for saying it's a rank higher, you know, knowing that he wants us to have minions running around, he wants us, you know, it's almost like a farm. Uh, like you're saying, your son's like, what is what is this uh, Harvest Moon content? I mean, that's the rumor is we're getting a Harvest Moon type content, and um, I honestly, if there's anything I hope out of it. I hope that it does have fur- uh, furniture. Well, the twofold. One, we're going to make a kill in selling furniture. Get your carpenter ready. But but the other is uh, I would love for them to double or more the outdoor furniture limit because if you have something – it being an instance. Oh, there's one other thing yep, I'm thinking of. Yep, but you should have You should be able to have room. that. The other thing about an instance – and I don't know why it doesn't really work for housing. The other thing about an instance, especially your own instance, is a glamour dresser. I, yeah, I think I said that last yeah. week in some chat. I'm like, does that mean we get a glamour chest, glamour dresser? I don't want people to go crazy and think this is going to be an entire Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley minigame because no I don't think it will be. No. But you know, I, it sounds like it's going to be content. You can just go and just like do some stuff, and the rewards are not going to be battle related. They're going to be their own thing. I'm hoping you can have friends and family over and, you know, just that's that's the other thing I kind of was worried about was if I make this amazing thing, am I going to be the only one who gets to experience it the way it should be experienced or it would solve the biggest pain point that this game has. The biggest pain point that this game has is the promise of housing and the limitations on actually getting a house. And nobody Mm -hmm. promised you a house per se, but that the fact that you can get a house, but you can't. But you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that you can have a house, but you better log in every 45 days and check on that house. Better ring your bell just to make sure because you'll lose it. So that that is a major negative. It's a huge pain point in the game. In fact, on the official forums today, I read a name and shame post. And they went – I need to go back and check. I think they need some mental help to be quite honest because they were having oh. a crash after hearing that they couldn't name and shame people on the official forums. That they they I... they responded to themselves – like 15 more times saying this community must hate me. Everybody here hates me. And it's like, whoa, chill out. You just got told don't name and shame because people don't want you being banned from the forums or the game. But you're taking it like you're the bad guy. Look, we all know that people are still somehow by hook or crook selling these houses and doing stuff. And there's some fuckiness. We all know it. We all know there's bots everywhere. We all know that the party finder has – uh, things for buy my gill or whatever on it. They're problems. They know that these problems exist, but naming and shaming on the forums isn't going to fix that stuff. And uh, somebody check up on that person. I'm not. I'm not sure if they, if they took that it, message they well. Need some help. But um, stop. But it's it's help. it's such a major pain point that people who've never posted on the forums before are like, I need to report that these people are stealing the housing or doing something like this. Housing is fucked in this game, and this would – if this is the holy grail, and there's a reason why I'm saying holy grail, it's because this is, I think, the most major pain point that this game has to offer right now. This is a big one for me because all I've ever wanted in this game is my own enormous fucking mansion to play with. I want to play Barbie fucking Dream Home. I want to decorate it from 
top to bottom and I want it to be mine and I want it to be where I want it. And it's so hard to do and it's so expensive to do and it's so fidgety and it's so broken with, like you said, people bots and people you know selling them doing shady things and you know people waiting for 24 hours clicking a button trying to get a house and then still not getting it it island sanctuary sounds wonderful having you know your own island and the blank canvas thing you know building what you want am i building a building am i building five buildings is it two floors is i have no idea what this is it could be anything letting my little minions run around on the island that sounds so amazing to me i was just looking through all my minions today and just picturing little them either free roaming or having them in little pens or something just warms my heart the whole idea of it but like you said people would get back into selling furniture and buying furniture and collecting you know wallpapers and doing all of these things again I think that would be amazing and if it is something that everyone can do and isn't hidden behind these walls of ridiculousness in trying to purchase a house that would be fantastic I'm I'm only worried a little bit, and I'm probably unnecessarily so, if they're coming up with this island sanctuary stuff, but they're also coming up with a whole new housing ward and new ways to, you know, have a lottery for housing and all this other stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe free companies will only have their workshop in the existing housing. I don't know. I, I don't want to be a downer, but part of me is like, well, well, then also, if everybody has their own house, you know, are we ever going to go hang out at the free company house again? And that kind of thing. Uh, I, I do I do want this free and available housing for all more than anything. But then I'm like, well, then you also spent how much time, you know, making new housing wards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Maybe they already, maybe they were already under um, development or something. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. And we don't really know, right? We just know there's yeah. some sort of housing with a garden and furniture. And, and it sounds like it's instant so everyone gets one. And and it sounds like it's a bit more than that. So I don't know. We'll look. I look forward to it a lot. I'll probably make Carrie come decorate it for me. <laughs> it sounds like fun to me. Well, and I hope, and I hope that – I think I said that last week. I hope they – thought of that too where i want to have a place but i suck at decorating and building and it would make me you know, i hope they let you share it like i share my current little tiny house with career you know we'll have to see what happens and i i hope we find out more concrete stuff about it soon i don't know in a, in a month we're all going to be so busy with the, the expansion we're not going to care for a little bit but <laughs> i do care all right, I don't know what this next one is. It says, hidden platinum color theme like Shadowbringers, weather conditions, keywords guiding Yoshida's vision, Zeppla interview. Ruby, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> well, Zeppla did an interview with Yoshida, and she she did a separate video that was kind of sharing a, a hidden thing, and I do mean hidden. It, Yoshida specifically said that he hid this from the media tour, but that there's a color theme that's within the game. Uh, something to do with platinum. So the color platinum is the main color, 
I guess, for the game. But even more so than that, there's something similar to Shadowbringers weather conditions. So, so you know the day and light cycles, how we had all day and then in we, we, we finally released the night and, and all of that. And so then we had the change. There's something like that that's going to infect the environment, something that we can see but was hidden so far in all the media stuff. And we're going to witness that, and it has something to do with platinum. And it blew Zeppelin's mind because she didn't understand what any of that meant. The other thing that blew her mind was that he also alluded to some key words that is driving his vision for Endwalker. And nobody knows what those keywords are, but it drives his entire vision. And I'm not sure if that actually goes into the color stuff, if they're two separate things, if it's Yoshida's just overarching vision. But there are some there's some keywords. There's something there that drives Yoshida um, through Endwalker and possibly beyond. Um, go watch Zeppelin's interview. She's got some some clarity on that, but not not too much more because he's he's keeping it pretty <laughs> hidden. I was just going to say, is it silly guess that not weather conditions, but maybe something with lunar cycles or moon phases or that's, something like that? Oh, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. I was thinking it was something like the light of the moon, maybe at night or something. It was showing things that was hidden. Um, I don't sure. know. But my other thought was, you know, we're talking about platinum, and I've been meaning to talk about this on several episodes, is that – we still don't know what the hell's going on at Silver Tear Lake, right? There's something that was mm-hmm. underneath there. They keep alluding to something that's there. And I think of we got the moon. We got a spot that possibly is full of etheric energy, something that's happening there. And I go back to Final Fantasy VIII and the lunar cry. What if there's some sort of energy that periodically comes from the moon? What if the voice came from the moon originally? What, what, I don't know what there is, but I feel like there's some connection there, especially the silver tier, a platinum light. Maybe there's something that's to that. I'm just throwing shit at the wall because I'm just as confused as Zeppler or anybody else. And I'd love to find out what's the voice that's in the center of the planet. What was. Midgar Zormer protecting at that point when, you know, whenever he fought the yeah. Agrius and it crashed into Silver Tear. There's there's a connection to all. And if we're wrapping up all of the 1.0 stuff, I, I, I just throw that guy in there. But maybe you're right, Kariri. Maybe it's the moon phases that are going to affect something. Maybe there's two sets of overworlds. Maybe we've got these zones, but then there's like a. When it's moonlit or something, something else is there. Maybe it looks different. Maybe it's Alligan. I fucking – I don't know, dude. We got, what, 23 See, days. We'll find it's out. It's fun to think about though. That's yeah. for well, sure. And my brain went to a way more boring place with a color theme and I'm like, oh, we're going to get a silver UI now like we have the blue UI. Oh, no. But they can <laughs> darken that blue UI a little bit. I'd really appreciate I, that. that I, I get that the blue UI – is very nostalgic, but I can't use it. That that hurts my eyes. Burn my eyes. All right, what is the next thing? A possible new deep dungeon in six point one. I I am so sad we didn't have that in five point Okay, possible new deep dungeon in six point and updates to existing DD. Sorry, six point X. Right, it's right. not going to be six point and updates to existing deep dungeon. Achievement, UI updates, some UI craft and gathering stuff, and next live letter, why you don't see what minions you don't have, friends list and free company list updates soonish. 
Yeah, that was the Annie Fuchsia uh, interview. Um, she had some more than that, but these were some kind of big takeaways. I know a lot of people are looking for deep dungeons, so there's that. Um, it seemed like it was one of those like, yeah, we're thinking about it kind of answers. Like, yeah, it's 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 on the table. But it also felt like one of those answers like, if we run out of time, it ain't happening. Like, I'm not sure. But then the existing updates uh, or the updates to the original Deep Dungeons, um, I think that's like also like that afterthought. Like, if we find that we like the way with the new one, we'll go back and we'll fix the other ones to do something. Okay, I've got silly returning new player question. What's Deep Dungeon? You haven't done it yet. Uh, I told you to unlock... Is it the house that Death built? Oh yeah, I unlocked have, it. Ha- we haven't done it yet. It's it's semi it's four man content. Is it four man four man mm-hmm. content? Semi random. I, I can't hardly explain it. Deep dungeon. It's like a uh, roguelike. Palace, it's, it's it's Palace of the Dead, and it's also then the next okay, one is Heaven okay. and High. Uh, yeah, it's. You go in, it's, it's that one where if you wipe, you start over completely, but there's some, you know, uh, Your weapon yes, and armor and will upgrade. Yeah. yeah. There's some, I did, there's I some, did a Palace of the Dead, just the first 10 levels or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what Deep Dungeon okay. is. Deep Dungeon okay. is the overarching name for that kind of content. Perfect. And I, Thank you. It's actually a really good place to, le- or was anyway, a really good place to level alt jobs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's it's been pretty sad that that hasn't actually been included in 5.0. That and Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I thought about taking my ninja in there because I haven't done Heaven on High in forever. So there's one for Stormblood as well called Heaven on High, and it goes up instead of down, and it's okay. very very similar to the thing. But um, yeah, so we'll see if that happens. The UI update question was actually kind of intriguing because. Yoshida's like, yeah, we got some little UI updates maybe for, like, crafting, gathering. We'll see. We'll talk about some little stuff. Nothing major. But achievements. He was like, wait till you see this achievement menu. It's going to be great. Here's my big hope. I hope the achievement menu shows dates that you unlock the shit. I would love to see a scroll that says, like, in timeline order when you did what. Because I would like somebody to be able to click on me. In game, I think this would be neat if you could click on me in game and look at the scroll of what shit I accomplished. I think that would be amazing. I've seen that done in other games. I would love for somebody to be like, who's this person? Where have they been from? I guess it's one other way you can judge people, right? But you just click on it and be like, oh shit, their legacy here. Oh, they started in Shadowbringers. Something like that. I don't know if that's actually what it is. Well, and I think that I'm thinking. I bet the date is saved somewhere because I think it's actually listed when you go on the lodestone. So that's where they really, you can go look at other stuff, people's, unless you hide it, you can mm-hmm. look at other people's achievements on the lodestone. Mm-hmm. Which is he said they're rebuilding people. it from the ground up, and it's his original oh. vision for it. So I think he said the original vision for it. Anyway. Um, I, I still, yeah. I still think the friend list thing is kind of cracks me up. I was, I was reading again how they like purposely did it. So if you remove someone from your friend list, they don't fall off of their friend list. You don't fall off their friend list, mm-hmm. and they did that on purpose. And I'm like, no. And free company list updates. I still want some free company changes to the free company UI. Bad. Big time. Big it needs time. It really bad. She gave one other question I thought was really intriguing. She asked about 
Can we get a list of like what minions we don't have, what mounts we don't have? And Yoshida's like, no, you can't. And here's why. Some minions and mounts are are special sales. There could be some on the on the Mog Station. There could be some because you live in a different region, you play a different region. The fact is it's gonna give everybody anxiety a FOMO, like they missed out on what was uh, what what minions they don't have, and they don't want to push people to the cash shop. I thought that was a very great answer. Oh, like okay. they don't want to make people feel like they have to go to the cash shop to buy all these items, so they're never going to show us what we don't have because they're not wanting us to get that anxiety of having something missed out. He doesn't want that to be this type of game. It's not a catch them all collectible thing for for that. Well- as Yelta mentioned too, spoilers. I frankly do not want to see the Great Serpent of Ronka in my fucking menu before I've ever done the quest. Oh, you know dude, what I mean? You missed this, Kariri, when everybody got the achievement, the title for the end of uh, Pal- he- Heaven's the Word. Final was Witness was it? It was the Witness one. Is Pal- when they pa- killed off? Yeah, Pal- Pal- yes. Papalimo Final Witness or something like that, and it was like what. Oh. And people yeah, are walking they, around with this title over their head. Well, oh, that's awful. I'm giving it away. Yeah, they uh, they apologize for that shit, and I think they'll be more thoughtful in the future because, yeah, that's I hate spoilers. You all know I hate spoilers. I hate anything that comes close to spoilers. I very nearly kick someone from the free company than when they're like, ha ha ha, wait till you get to dinner with the Sultana, and I'm like, bitch, please, I will kill you. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter. That was a long time ago. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see in this game. I wouldn't mind if they showed what minions we didn't have or what cards we didn't have if they're all achievable in game. That mm-hmm. wouldn't bother me because they show me what. Well, they, the cards here, they, they do say, do it. But the orchestrion rolls, they also show me which ones I can only get from the cash shop. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next one interests me a lot because I thought way back there was an interview saying they weren't going to do it. There was a lot yeah, of them. Yep, right? I'm not high. Okay, so so they so they're they're talking about challenging format content. They're not going to divulge anything right now, but hopefully share details in the live letter after the the first live letter after Endwalkers, and possibly it's it's in there. I. I don't want like I don't want like savage format content, but I'd like something a little bit more exciting than our daily dungeon roulette. So is that is that maybe hopefully what they're talking about? Hopefully, I mean that's all people talk about because they're coming from this WoW perspective is the four man mythic content, and I guess what they're saying is take the your existing dungeons and just make them insane or something. We do have hard mode of some dungeons, but they're not insane, right? So. I don't know. I don't know if I lean that way. I don't know if I lean for something like a challenging four-man type deep dungeon sort of content. I don't know if it's going to be something different. Everybody's just looking for another challenge for small groups. I know in the past we've talked about we wanted more like big content, but um, you know, I'll take what I can get. I, I think it's. I think there's room for it in the game, especially with as many people it's asking for it. I mean, there's obviously a desire. And um, this was again the Asmund Gold Rich interview, um, and and part of it is also if you look at Yoshida when he's talking about this stuff. We talked about this last week. Um, the the shit eating grin that Yoshida gets when he's mm-hmm. like, ah, "I'm gonna tell you something, but I'm not." Uh, he had it for this, so there's something in the works. He knows what it's gonna be. He's he's ready to 
to share something, but um, we got to wait. It's not the next live letter, but the one after that. (laughs) I'm hoping for something not completely fucking brutal. I mean, I don't want it to be savage, but, uh, you know, as much as I complain about these soulless loot tunnels, I'd I'd like something else maybe to run weekly. Mm -hmm. All right. The next one is healers really down on the meta for 6.0, particularly green DPS. Cautious after Shadowbringers White Mage Sadness. (laughs) That's uh, from Frosty, recent Mog Talk about healers. Uh, Ruby, can you talk about that? Yeah, I don't know if uh, – Kariri, I don't know if you listened to this one uh, yourself. I, I tuned into Frosty's – God, it was like a, almost a three-hour episode, um, and it wasn't the most recent – I don't know if I still got him pulled up here, but it was the one prior. It's called the Healer episode. Check it out. Um, and he's got uh, Oriza, Momo, and Kionu on it, um, Healer Lords. And they uh, they all talk about what what how they feel, and if you go to just minute three, they let you know that you know they're very cautious because we're hearing the stuff about the healing's going to be more intensive or more difficult, or there's going to be challenges for the healers as we get into it. And I think the thought is, yeah, we heard that at Shadowbringers, and it wasn't. So where you're telling that for Endwalker, but we know what happened before. And not only that, but you're also giving all the tanks these souped-up kits, these these ways there they can heal themselves. You're giving these other DPS ways that they can heal or regen or buff or whatever they needed to shield, whatever. So where does that leave these healers who really haven't been given any other toys, especially White Mage? I'm hearing just so much down on the white mage the the fact that there's no new toys the new toy they got is very situational and it's based on you know either the white mage getting hurt or it going off and and just that astrologian's big bubble or or the earthly star i mean is just better uh, in other ways and the meta is looking real fucky for white mage if you if you just look at the forums cuz astrologian has so many buff kit so many ways to buff and then you know you got to have a shield healer right so you know pick pick your poison you want sprint mage or glowy mage and or dps mage whatever and and we don't even know how sage is going to play yet we uh, we do and we don't we don't we don't know that yeah. it's going to be better than scholar overall people are memeing on scholar but i'm still seeing the meta with them in it so at the end of the day, Scholar's going to ha- be a beefy healer with some added kits. And for Prague, it's going to look amazing because you're going to be able to sprint out of shit. I better not see anybody standing in orange <laughs> because you're going to be able to walk out of it pretty quick. But the big, big thing out of all of it, and this is the hot debate on the official forums. I waste a lot of time at work on the official forums. I hope none of my, my employer doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> I waste a lot of time in the official forums and other than the just completely batshit crazy posts about like here's 7.0 abilities, Victoria, stop it, okay? The the other thing I see the most is how bad healing, especially the DPS, is going to be and it's, a, and it's a debate and I can't tell who's in good faith. I can tell one side's in good faith. The other I can't tell if it's in good faith or not. The good faith side is saying, look. When we're healing in endgame content, savage content above, even below that, but like really savage content and above, 
We're pushing one button to DPS the entire time. It sucks, okay? We just want a little something extra to make a, a little DPS rotation to give us some meaning in the downtime. Now, the other side that I feel like some of them are bad actors are going, Yoshida said to heal. I'm going to heal. If I'm a good healer, that's all that matters. And then, of course, the other side is going, you silphy. You bunch yep, of silphies. Yeah, I saw that today. You uh, silphies. Yeah, and so, I mean, it's become – and we've we've named that before. I mean, why the hell would it be in the storyline if if they weren't <laughs> trying to draw an example? The White Mage storyline. If you're not done White Mage storyline, there's a character called Silphie who refuses to – well, she refused to DPS, right? And um, she yeah, – Like, you, there's an entire quest chain for White quest Mage. Chain. Or Conjure, I can't remember which. That's a Conjure. That's about you basically going and showing her using, you know. There's more spells. than just curing from your own ether. She almost dies or something from it. There's well, something. her mom already did. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. So there, there's there's stuff to it, but like if you understood the story, you would know that Sophie isn't going outside the box and so they're getting called this but like i said these these actors that i think are in bad faith i think there's some people who honestly believe like hey look i'm doing what i can this is what i know to do i don't feel like i should be pressured into doing something else and i don't think that these top tier healers are saying they want to pressure low low tier healer i say low tier but you know entry level healers into pushing new, the dps new, buttons new healers are you know you're still able to can't, com- can't do it. to yeah. complete a dungeon without ever dpsing it's slower and people might grumble but you can still finish the dungeon again expectations it's a melting pot it's a cesspool okay you're gonna get what you get the the uh hall of the novice though does tell you your primary thing is to heal but if you have time you should dps you should it DPS. says it straight out it says it if right you, there. if you if you keep if you have time to dps then dps don't just fucking stand there that's the only part that kills me is when people stand there. So they just – these these top tier healers just want either an extra DPS button or an extra some kind of gimmick to make it like it's not just glare, 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 broil, 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 whatever, whatever. It, it's – there's some kind of mix. That would not change the low end of healing. It would not change your healing abilities and your ability to heal. It would just give top tier healers, higher level healers something to do when you're up there and to add something to it. We just keep getting this, eh, well, it's not in the vision. It's not, it's not what we want or whatever. Now, Yoshida does listen, and I think he will end up listening to healers once they get this balance going. I think they listen to the tanks, maybe not all the Dark Knights. They'll fix it, um, but I, 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 that's, that's just the gist right there. It's just he, top-tier healers want more to do. There's bad actors out there putting this message out there that no you're just forcing us to dps at the end of the day if you boil this whole fucking game down it's just dps that matters you're a dps that's that's a tank you're a dps that's a healer you're a dps that's a dps and if you kill the boss faster it's less healing that you have to do yeah, the whole, well, all I, all I need to do is heal. That's all my primary ability. Okay, that's ridiculous because my primary ability as a paladin is to keep the other monsters off you. It's not to DPS. So should I just only, you know, do yeah, abilities one circle that of keep scorn them and you're on done. me? Yeah, and yeah, then not do any there. damage whatsoever. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous argument. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's a thing. Um, yeah, they're... they're 
Yoshi P has been very clear on this in his opinion that we don't want healers to feel like they have to be damage dealers. And I kind of understand what he's saying, but that's not what I don't, I don't think that's what these people are asking for either. They don't want, again, like Yelta said, you're filling the space in between heels because otherwise you're sitting there just pressing one button over and over or two or three buttons over and over. You know, it's not... I'm holding down my one button that just casts glare yeah. over and over again and refresh, refreshing uh, Daya when I have to. Yelta, that, that's question it. for that's you. Boring. Or holy. Sometimes if there's a pack of holy. What? What? Do you have a moment or several, but just give me one, as a white mage or any healer that you felt badass? What was the moment that you felt badass as a healer? Oh, Christ. Uh, I've been told how amazing it was that everything was stunned and the tank never took any damage. That was mostly for my holy, but, but no, uh, not really. Uh, I, my most yeah. badass things are me doing like super crutch heels. Okay. Okay. I yeah. would, my, that, that benediction that actually hits and doesn't get server exactly. like, yeah. Mine would be Nidhogg. I really love Nidhogg because of the Ockmorns and being able to like cure three yes. out of that back in the cure day. Cure three, stack and cure three. Right? That feels so that good. That felt so good back so good. then. That wasn't DPS. It was healing. And coil. And coil. Yeah. That was yeah. healing. But listen, the people, these top tier healers and anybody who's a top healer, they're not healing because they want a DPS. They play a DPS. They like that saving people moment. They have something. Career yeah. likes playing a tank. There's something to it. I don't know if it's a hero mentality. I don't know what's going on in your psyche, Career, but there's something that draws you to the paladin, right? You want to play paladin regardless if it's the shitty job, this expansion or not. There are people who want to play white mage, healer, whatever, despite what's going on, not because they want to be a green DPS, because they, there's something to them. They want to save. They want to heal. They want to help. But when you're just standing around waiting for the Ockmorn, let me check my watch. No, there's got to be something <laughs> else to do. And it just feels lame after expansion after expansion. It went, We went from stone yeah. three, there's, stone there's three, always... to stone four, to stone four, to glare, glare, glare. And there's just nothing. When you're taking dots away, when you're taking shadow flares away, when you're taking dots mm. from summoner, but you don't give them to the Flare scholar. away. Yeah. All of that. Cleric stance well, I mean, wasn't was... even bad. Cleric stance just needed to fix the toggle, the, just the time. You know where it was took forever one way, but it didn't take forever the other. Made it an, an instant yeah. toggle. People, come on, man. Yeah. One thing I was going to say too. It just reminded me of, you know, last podcast I was talking about how excited I am about the things that they've added to Paladin, but I hadn't looked close enough at everybody else because. Paladin, it suits the character. It suits the history of paladins in the Final Fantasy franchise for me to have some more healing abilities. You know, it's always been a thing. But they gave healing to tons of different roles. That's why I, I didn't at first understand the sort of pushback on it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, where I wonder what I'm going to even be healing in. in yeah, the- yeah. So I was like, okay, wait. And yeah, and then uh, the more I dug into all the other roles and all the other healing that was added to things, I'm like, okay, I was excited for me as a paladin because it makes sense. This I don't know how this makes sense and keeps healing as active a role for these healers. Yeah, it's just it's kind of. I guess we're going to kind of have to see how it feels, see what these battles yeah. look like, see what different abilities they're using, you know, 
to sort of deal with all of the just offhand healing that we're going, passive healing that we're going to be due when using abilities we're already using all the time. It's going to be interesting. I just, well, I keep thinking about like Final Fantasy XI. You played a paladin. And to keep hate, you had to heal yourself. Yes, I did. So I literally had to know who my tank was, and I had to know. And in fact, I think you had to talk to me. You were like, "Do not top me off." I might have not have been you. It might have been some other paladin I played with. But it's like, "Do not top me off." I need, and it's that job that the what do you call that? Just the you know. Jobs having to work together, knowing synergy, you have the strength yes. and this weakness. Synergy, yes, the synergy of the jobs, and we lose that when they um, th- when they uh, put everyone on the same playing field. When they put every when they streamline everyone, so everyone just basically is the same. Yeah, or you give too many right? tools to like if a, if a tank can yeah. DPS well and heal themselves well. Like what what does a warrior need anybody else for if they can heal themselves? Yeah, and do a bunch yeah. of you know, attacks and shit. Yeah, give, give me another DPS so that when the tank's healing themselves, I can be, you know, casting some water spell or something. Well, I'm still I mean, dealing from shock of tanking is now brain dead. Like, you need nothing yes. to keep hate. You used to have to pay. I mean, it wasn't super difficult, but you had to take an active role to keep hate on you and you don't anymore you hit one key and it's done it's just done so and i used to have to drop hate i used to have to push a button in in my you know opener to drop hate you know you used to be have to be in charge of your own destiny and now it's just like oh well the tank has to hit two buttons so whatever i'm sorry i interrupted you no no it's totally fine yeah no it's just it's it's I don't know. Again, I keep thinking of that from a white mage perspective. It's like, okay, if you're taking away that and not giving them more abilities to do damage, then what exactly do you expect them to do with their time? Holy more. And then get yelled at for stunning the bosses too much. <laughs> you know, it's know. It, I'm with y'all. It's a wait and see mentality. You kind of have to wait and see. You got to see what the balance is going to be. Does it mean that they need to raise the DPS on, on white mage in some way to be balanced out? I, I don't I don't know quite know what it means overall, but they seem to think that they got tanks the way they wanted it in Shadowbringers. Um, I was having a talk with my wife about you know could they add more tanks, and I'm like e- more easier than they could add more healers at this point. Now they're dividing the healers, and they had kind of divided the tanks. They were saying off tank and main tank, but they never made a designation. So. If you want to throw a, a hammer tank in there, you just give it the same kit with a different coat of polish and you've got another tank, right? They all heal themselves. They all can cover somebody or put a shield on somebody. They do everything. So it's like I guess they got tanks in a spot where you could just cookie cutter and just put a different color of frosting on top of it. Did they yeah, they hadn't yeah. really done that with healers. You Now you're looking at two different types of healers that they're going to have to create a batch of cookies for before you put a different color on top of it. And I think the big struggle for them now is how do you make Astrologian not more appetizing than White Mage? Um, they're going to have mm-hmm. to do a lot of work with White Mage to get it where people don't take Astrologian over White Mage. Then you've got to see what's going on on the other side before you can even think about a chemist, 
a geomancer if they go healer with that or anything else. They need to they need to take a backseat on adding anything new to healers uh, for this whole expansion and figure this shit out. I don't really understand why it was so hard because they basically took all the tanks who played slightly different, but it was really just a different flavor frosting mm-hmm. or different color frosting. And then they decided though to be like, okay, but healers, there's two types. But I don't hear too too many complaints from the tanks about that. They all seem pretty happy with, I guess, the level of balance and the aesthetic yeah. that they're that they've got. I guess there's enough nuances that make them feel different. And then, of course, they did add another layer on top of it, right? Like Kariri was saying, there's an expectation to do your DPS when you're you can't just circle a scorn or whatever and overpower and just stand there. So you you you've got to actually do some DPS. So they're like, oh, here's some. Here's a confetti finisher. Here's some other. Here's a the Felcleave finisher. Here's this other shit we're giving you. That's all the that's all the the healers want. Put a cherry on the cake of this thing, and and give me give me something to give me to DPS and make it make it more fun. Throw a couple procs on there for DPS something. something that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that this doesn't have to be as difficult as the seeming to think that we want it or that healers want it just give them something something that will work together with their other abilities so that they you know if they hit their one two three correctly then a four will light up once in a while that it's not that big a deal this doesn't have to be that big a deal all right, uh, let's move on to what's on tap. We have devel- developers blog and tracker. We have lyrical journeys. The first one is about a realm reborn, and they're talking about how they're about we're about a month away from Endwalker, and uh, they're going to start their each each week now. They're going to do a lyrical journey through the theme songs of each expansion, and the first one is of course answers from a realm reborn. And they give us the uh, the video, and they give us all of the lyrics. And I I don't know this. We've talked about this song over and over yep. again. Got me playing this game. I had that that alpha <laughs> soundtrack, or whenever the alpha came out, somebody ripped the music out of it, and I heard answers, and I was like, "What is this shit?" This was. I used to listen to the Final Fantasy VIII soundtrack nonstop. I could probably name every song, the title of every song from eight. Like name that tune. I can do it with Final Fantasy VIII, but. Um, when this came out and I listened to this, but between this and the um, the music that we now know as Nailed Van Darnus's, um boss fight, I was blown away by yeah. uh, Uematsu's music because this is Uematsu's work um, that uh, I was just blown away by it. So, and this is what you know we all fell in love with Susan Calloway because of this, yeah, the voice of Heidelin, so to speak, and. I love answers so much. I love this opening. I love this video so much. It's wonderful. I still can't get through it without crying. I can't. Cracks me up. My son thinks it's hilarious because I played this the other day because he he had just started playing the game and he was talking a little bit about the battle. And, um, yeah, I just I, uh, I played it for him and I teared up again and he just laughed his little butt off at me. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so Dis- distant worlds was so funny because we were just all crying yes it was hilarious but yeah it's it's beautifully sung it's beautifully you know written it's beautifully the music is just wonderful it's absolutely perfect for what it is they did 
and it got across everything that they were trying to get across beautifully. That's It was just that simple. It's funny you mentioned Distant Worlds. I heard this at a Distant Worlds before 2.0 came out. Um, I went to – I think it was my second one I went to um, and they played this. And I recall knowing the song and everybody clapping at the last answer together before she says, thy life is a riddle to bear rapture and sorrow. There's that pause, right? And everybody's clapping. I'm like, shut up. Uh-huh. Shut up. The best shut part's up. coming like, up. It's not over yet. <laughs> yes. Shut up. Um, and it was, it, was, it was special back then. I hate to talk about the legacy days. Um, because sometimes I feel like it sounds egotistical, like, oh, we're legacy. But there's something special to knowing that this game was utter shit. You still loved it. You loved the music and you still had some hope. There was some hope because you're like, this sounds so epic. Why isn't the game this good as the music? (laughs) Um, and where we are today. But like at the time, even knowing what we knew about 14, um, this song still hit. Every time. I was late to answers. I don't even think I remember hearing it till well into one point whatever, you know. And then I, I, I didn't have the ripped audio, and it didn't really prominently feature that I noticed in the playthrough. Do you know why I did Coil so, with y'all? I saw no, I... Archie's, our previous FC leader, I saw Archie's video of when they stepped into Coil and the music played. And I'm like, what is this? What is this music? Why is this answers music? (laughs) And he's like, I don't know. Because, you know, Archie didn't care about that shit. He's like, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care what that is. I was like, there's two different answers remixes in Coil. I have to go listen to this. I have to go into Coil to hear this music. And I still listen to the music in Coil. It's still some of my favorite songs in the game. Uh, it gives me anxiety, yes. but I still I love it. <laughs> there was some anxiety. There's definitely some anxiety. All right, then the next one was uh, Lyrical Journey Heavensward, and they have uh, the lyrics of Heavensward and Dragon Song. I don't know if this one hit me near as much. It's good. It's definitely good. I, I'm trying to think which one I liked better. I didn't like I Heavensward at first. That. No, Heavensward was the one we didn't. It I was the we... screechy kind of like I didn't get the opera thing. I kept ju- I kept comparing it to Distant Worlds, the song from fourteen from eleven. Mm. Um, it's grown on me more, and of course, it, some things you have to do the fights for. If when you do Nidhogg, yeah. this song hits. When you do Nidhogg, you feel this. You feel this music. Um, now, Heavensward. The song Heaven's Word doesn't really get me, but the theme, the Heaven's Word main theme is my yeah, favorite theme. Yes. That, dun, 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 dun. that gets me all the time. I love it. And I can watch the Heaven's Word trailer over and over. It's my probably my favorite trailer. Um, there's just so much emotion when you're walking across the steps of faith, you see the warrior of light mm-hmm. walk across the steps of faith, and the dragon appears, and then Estinian comes out and nukes him, yep. and then just opening the window and seeing the birds and and all of that, and then strapping on the helmet at the end, the dragon. That oh fuck, that's so epic at the end there. Heaven's word is the best. 
I think I, I'm not sure. I think I might have liked uh, Dragon Song more than Heaven's Sword. There's parts, there's parts of Heaven's Sword, obviously, that are like the absolute best. But if you're going to take the entire five minute song. Yeah, the beginning's hmm, bad. I don't know. But Dragon Song's good yeah. all the way through. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. Dragon Song. That better. might be the difference. That might be the difference. They're both amazing, amazing pieces of music. All right, we have a reminder. Well, it's actually developer's blog. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. The Dragon Quest X collab returns. This is back. It started on October 19th, and it runs through November 11th. If you haven't done it already, go do it. There's some goofy as fuck stuff you can get. That slime hat still kills me. Uh. Boingy, boingy, boingy. Boingy, boingy, boingy. All right, then happy hour. We have listeners' questions and fan mail. We have an email from Delent. Hey there, I'm a new listener, kind of longtime player. I recently stumbled across your podcast and have been listening to the last few episodes on my daily commute. You guys are awesome, and you've definitely got a new subscriber. Keep up the awesome work, Delent. Thank, Thank you. you Thank yeah, you so much. I'm glad, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And we have an email from Lucia Diamond from Zalaria. Hi, just wanted to drop an email of support. I started playing Final Fantasy XIV in March this year. Your podcast is very cool. I look forward to the new one coming out. You folks seem really nice, and I really enjoy the positive and warming content you provide for the community. Thanks for keeping it going. All the best. Have fun. Cheers, Luca. Sounds like we Thank paid you. you, Luca, to say that. <laughs> hey, no, you think so, right? <laughs> no. Enjoy your minion. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I sometimes wonder that I occasionally, you know, like some some content creators get really, uh, well, I've even done it. Get, you know, people get down on them for like being cr- criticizing the game, and occasionally I do. So I, I'm I'm glad that we've it's gotten not, it from both still, ends. Still, yeah, <laughs> we've yeah. been told we were elitist bastards before. We've been called elitist because we ran coil. Oh, fucking elite for running coil. Um, and then um, we've been called casual scrubs because we don't do any hard content. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So take your pick. We can be either one or anything, whatever you you fancy. Um, but we've had it all. I just saw positive and warming content, and I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And then I was thinking about the other ep- two episodes ago was named Eviscerated, I think. Yeah, that comment like, wasn't as good. I, I, yeah. It just kind of cracked me up, but but no, that's really nice to hear, and I know we appreciate the feedback. It's good to know people listening. Actually, like 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 hearing what we have to say and are entertained. Mostly, we want to entertain you. I think definitely. All right, then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us wherever you listen to us. Uh, personal plugs. We're going to start with Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And Kariri? I am at Kari Sumasu. That's K-H-A-R-I-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. Uh, oh, and uh, hopefully soon we will release 
what is it? Are going to be like a third or fourth episode? I think the fourth one. Sumusu Sisters? I think it's fourth. Nice. Yeah, it took a year to like actually record and edit and, and put something out. But uh, you can hear about some of the other shit we play. <laughs> All right. As always, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.